Who really discovered America? Those who first actually set foot in the New World, or the non-indigenous explorers who sailed from Europe across the Atlantic Ocean to America? In this video, we'll take a look at the sometimes controversial question of which of these non-indigenous explorers were the first to discover the American continent. Christopher Columbus is the most famous and documented explorer who in 1492 sailed across the ocean blue and landed in the Bahamas in America. But there were earlier explorers who may have arrived before Columbus ships. Around 1000 AD, Norse explorer Leif Erikson is said to have sailed and landed in Canada. In 535 AD, an Irish legend claims that a monk called St. Brendan sailed from Ireland with 14 other monks and landed in an unknown continent in the West. And 70 years before Columbus in 1421, a controversial theory suggests that a Chinese fleet led by Admiral Zheng from the Ming Dynasty may have landed on America's East Coast and established settlements in South America. Let's begin with the earliest explorer. St. Brendan was an Irish monk born in 484 AD. He traveled around the coast of Ireland, then went to Scotland, Wales, and France to spread the gospel and build monasteries. He'd heard stories of paradise and the Garden of Eden in an unknown continent in the West called the Island of the Blessed, and prepared for his journey by fasting, meditating, and praying for 40 days on a mountaintop until he was granted divine direction to make the journey. In 535 AD, he was reported to have sailed to America in a wood frame boat covered with animal skin called a karak. He then stayed there for 40 days until he was called by a higher power to return to Ireland and died in 578 AD. Years later, cartographers, including the Vikings and Columbus, noted his story and tried to find the mythical island. When it was never found, they realized that he may have been the first European to set foot on the American continent. In 1976, Tim Severin wanted to see if St. Brendan's journey was possible, and he built a replica of his Irish Karak using traditional tools and methods. He set sail in a two-masted boat that was wrapped in 49 tanned oxides, sealed with wood grease, and successfully sailed from Ireland to Peckford Island in Newfoundland, Canada. Our next explorer, 500 years later, was a Norse Viking named Leif Erikson. He was born in Iceland around 970 AD, and his father, Eric the Red, was banished from Iceland after murdering a neighbor and established the first settlement in Greenland 10 years later. Leif Erikson sailed to Norway when he was around 30 years old and was converted to Christianity. He was inspired to spread the Christian faith to Greenland's pagan settlers, but set sail instead to find a new world and was most likely the first European to set foot in America sometime around 1000 AD. He and his crew of 35 sailed in single-mast wooden ships to search for resources in North America that were scarce in Greenland. They first arrived in Baffin Island in Canada, but it lacked the resources they were looking for. They sailed on to Labrador and found timber in such abundance that they called the area Forest Land. They continued south and spent the winter in Newfoundland. The natives who lived there attacked them when they tried to harvest wine grapes and timber to take back to Greenland, and there were many casualties on both sides. Leif and his crew sailed back home the next year and never returned to America. 
Historians believe the conflict between the indigenous people and the Norse explorers was the reason they did not remain in North America, even with all its abundant resources. But they continued traveling there for another ten years, harvesting and bringing wine grapes back to Greenland. Remains of a Viking settlement have been found in Newfoundland, where Norse documents and legends claimed Erikson had set up his camp. Last, we'll learn about the explorer we know the most about. Christopher Columbus was born in Genoa, Italy in 1451. He studied mathematics and cartography and worked as a sailor. At this time, European countries, including England, Portugal, and Spain, wanted to expand their land and influence and colonize more of the world. Overland travel was long and dangerous, as was the treacherous ocean route of sailing around the Cape of Good Hope in Africa. Columbus wanted to find a safer and more direct western route to trade with India. Many explorers were engaged by leaders of different countries, and even though Columbus was Italian, he made four expeditions to the New World for the Spanish Catholic kings that marked the beginning of the colonial period. Columbus's first expedition to America was from 1492 to 1493, with a crew of 91 on three ships, the Santa Maria, Pinta, and Nina. They left Spain on August 3rd and sailed to an island in the Bahamas on October 12th that Columbus named San Salvador. He may have used an incorrect number for the Earth's circumference in his calculations, which affected his navigation, and he believed he had landed in the East Indies, where indigenous people that the sailors named Indians greeted them with fishing spears. They sailed to Cuba and explored its northeast coast, then were sailing along Haiti's northern shore when their flagship, the Santa Maria, became stuck on a reef. Columbus took over as captain on the Nina, had a fort built, and left behind 39 men to collect gold samples and wait for the next Spanish expedition. He captured 10 natives to show to the royal court and to be trained as interpreters. He returned to Spain on March 15, 1493, and was greeted as a hero. Columbus' second expedition to America was from 1493 to 1496, with a crew of over 1,500 on 17 ships. He was now an admiral and vice-king of the newly discovered lands. On November 3rd, they discovered the Dominic and Guadalupe Islands, then turned northwest toward more islands in the minor Antilles, including Antigua and the Virgin Islands. They sailed to Puerto Rico and then explored Haiti's northern coast searching for gold. In March 1494, they sailed with two ships to Cuba's southeastern coast, traveled to Jamaica, then returned to Cuba and discovered the Jardines de la Reina Archipelago, the Zapata Peninsula, and the island of Pinos. On June 24th, they sailed east and surveyed Haiti's southern coast. Throughout 1495, Columbus continued the conquest of Haiti and returned to Spain on June 11th, 1496. Columbus's third expedition to America was from 1498 to 1500, with a fleet of six ships. Three of them sailed to Hispaniola for supplies, and Columbus led the others across the Atlantic Ocean and discovered the island of Trinidad. They entered the Gulf of Paria and found the coast of South America. They sailed through the Caribbean, approached the Araya Peninsula, and discovered the island of Margarita. They found the mouth of the large Orinoco River and realized it could only come from a continent. Columbus believed this was the site of the Garden of Eden. He then became ill and ordered the fleet to sail to Hispaniola. Columbus established trade with the people they encountered in these new lands and built settlements for the Spanish crown. 
There were many conflicts between the natives and the Spanish settlers who often complained about Columbus's management of the land he had been named governor of. As more Spanish colonists settled on the islands, the indigenous populations decreased. They had no immunity to European diseases, including smallpox and measles, and countless numbers of them died. The settlers often forced them into labor in the fields, and they would be killed or sent to Spain as slaves if they resisted. Columbus also hung his own men who defied his authority. A Spanish agent named Francisco de Bobadilla was sent in 1500 to arrest and bring Columbus and his brothers to Spain to face charges. They were released from prison after three months, but he lost much of the gold, gems, spices, and profits from his voyages. Columbus's fourth expedition was in 1502 to 1504, with a fleet of four ships. They were searching for a western route to India and sailed to Martinique and Puerto Rico. He then sailed to Hispaniola to find a faster ship, but had to remain there due to a hurricane. By July 30, 1502, they sailed to the Caribbean shores of Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and Panama, and made contact with a Mayan trading ship full of copper tools, weapons, swords, textiles, and a drink made from fermented corn. They turned north, and their ships battered from storms and termites disintegrated on June 25, 1503, near Jamaica. They were marooned there for a year, and Columbus used one of his books to predict an eclipse which greatly impressed the natives. Two ships rescued them, and they returned to Spain on November 7, 1504. Columbus died in 1506, still believing he had found a new way to Asia. There is no evidence that Columbus ever set foot on mainland North America. In 1507, a cartographer suggested these new lands should be called America, in honor of the New World researcher Amerigo Vespucci, who recognized they were a separate continent from Asia. Some historians believe America was named after an English patron of arts named Richard Americ, who financed John Cabot's second transatlantic expedition in 1497 to Labrador. Cabot became the first European to set foot on the North American continent and made a map of the North American coastlines from Nova Scotia to Newfoundland. People of many different cultures have migrated to America since before recorded history to search for a better life and take advantage of its abundant natural resources. Columbus's exploration of America began the Spanish colonization of the New World that was followed by other Europeans. While this opened up many opportunities, it also marked the beginning of one of the cruelest episodes in human history. More than a century later, 104 men founded a colony in Jamestown, Virginia in 1607. Then in 1620, another 102 settlers aboard the Mayflower landed in Plymouth, Massachusetts. These two permanent settlements began England's colonization of America.